If we are not intentional with our life and our healing, one day leads to the next and to the next and so on and so forth. And suddenly weeks, months, and years pass and we haven't really changed or grown. And your soul did not choose to incarnate just to stay stuck. I promise you that. Your soul incarnated to have certain experiences and to learn in new ways that it may not have in other lives, in past lives. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Hello, and welcome back to the Grief with Grace podcast. Thank you to everyone that wrote me about last week's episode and how much it helped them. You know, I know it was a heavy topic, but it really needed to be discussed, especially at this time of year. And I'm glad that it helped because that's always my intention in all of my episodes and in everything that I bring you, whether it's a solo episode that I'm doing like today or an interview with someone. And let me say, I have some really exciting interviews coming up for you in 2021. So be sure to stay tuned for those. All right. So last week's episode, as I said, it was very, um, it was very dark. It was very heavy. So this episode is going to be a little bit lighter. And as I was meditating on the topic for this episode, I kept thinking about 2020 and what it's been to everyone and thinking back to where I was a year ago right now and how the year has unfolded in ways that no one could have predicted. I mean, let's face it, 2020 has been a wild ride, regardless of your personal circumstances. You know, the entire world came to a screeching halt. And we were all affected by the collective energy from the pandemic, the presidential election in the United States, and so many other things. There's been so much fear energy this year. And a lot of uncertainty in 2020. And if your child went to spirit this year or even last year, it everything else was amplified because of that, because you were in the first year or two of your grief journey. And I've had so many conversations with clients and on Facebook with grieving moms about how they feel that they're stuck. They're stuck in really deep grief in the darkness. They're feeling like things will never change, never get better. And part of that is understandable due to the grief over the loss of the of a, of a child. And part of it is also, again, simply the collective grief of the planet. I know that a lot of people have lost parents this year, uh, siblings, friends. So there's just this overwhelming sense of collective grief that you can't help but be affected by. And then I've had conversations with other people who've told me that you don't feel you're stuck in that deep place and you are doing some of the work or a lot of the work in some cases. But here's the thing. What I hear in these conversations is that most of you are focused on doing, doing your meditation, doing your journaling, doing all the things. And 
It's very easy when we're in deep grief to simply exist and to live on autopilot, to just kind of go through the motions. And even though this year, everyone's routine and lives were kind of turned upside down because of COVID, it's still very easy to quickly get into a new routine, whether it's one we consciously chose or not, whether it's one we actually like or not, um, and to fall into the same habitual patterns and routines of kind of just going through the motions. And, you know, I will say that in the first weeks and months after my son passed away last year, I did that. I went through the motions. I could not consciously choose to do anything. Everything was habitual. So if you're in the early days, the early weeks, the early months, that's normal. And that's not what I'm talking about here. But what I will say is that what's been channeled to me, what the messages that I've received is that in 2021, we are being called to go from doing in your grief work in particular to being in your grief work. So, and on your grief journey, your healing journey. To me, those are all interchangeable. You know, I think that we are on a lifelong journey. We're in a lifelong relationship with grief. I don't think that it ever ends. And we're also on a lifelong healing journey. And I don't think that we will ever be, and right now I'm speaking mainly to the moms that are listening who have children in spirit. I don't believe that we will ever be healed. This is going to be an ongoing process that we that we um, navigate the rest of our lives. And I'm sure that that's true with other loss as well, especially, you know, the loss of a spouse or a partner. Um, a lot of losses fall into that category, that it's not something you're ever over. You continue this work the rest of your life. So back to 2021, going from doing your grief work to being who you're being in your grief work. My question then is, who will you choose to be in that capacity in 2021? And honestly, in all areas of your life, not just your grief, but definitely your grief and your healing, who will you choose to be? Because we always have a choice. So will you be a victim? Will you be resilient? Uh, Will you be healing? Will you be stuck? Will you be empowered? There's no right or wrong. You get to choose. And those are just some examples, um, some different states of being in life that you might choose. One is not right or wrong for everyone or for anyone. It truly depends on your soul plan. But in preparing to close out 2020 and to move forward into 2021, I wanted to look at the energetics of some numbers. I know that a lot of us get, we receive messages through numbers from our loved ones in spirit, whether it's like for me with my son, it's 444. With my mom, I get 1111. With my father, and I don't get this very often because my father was very, he's very much in spirit the way he was in his, um, in this physical life. And anyone who knew my dad will know exactly what I'm talking about, but he's more, quiet and reserved. My mom and my son are very, very, um, they let me know much more frequently and in much more, um, like obvious in your face ways. So my dad's, um, number sequence to me is two, 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 but 
I wanted to look at the energetics of some numbers because this can be, it's really fascinating, but it can also be really helpful as we transition into a new year. And I, again, I started studying so much of this in the years before my son passed away. And this year I've really returned to all of that from a new vantage point than I had before. Um, but numbers, just like everything else, carry a vibration, a frequency. So I've, I think I've talked about this before. We vibrate. The chair you're sitting in vibrates. The phone that you're likely listening on uh, to this podcast on vibrates. So everything has a frequency and a vibration. So numbers also carry a frequency and a vibration to them. So the year 2020 that we are still currently in as this episode airs was a four year. And how, you know, what makes me say that if you don't know? Well, you simply add up the numbers, the digits in the number of the year. So 2020, you take two plus zero plus two plus zero, and that gives you four. So the number four is about things like patience, uh, loyalty, and trust, being conscientious. It's about responsibility. So these are really good, solid qualities, right? They're practical. They're down to earth. So think about it. Most of us have been grounded in our homes all year uh, during 2020. We have been able to do very little travel. Uh, the number four is also about being realistic and uh, wise and dependable in tarot. And I, I started studying tarot like in the f- months right before Greg passed away, and I have not returned to it, so I know very little about tarot. But I did do some research, and in tarot, the number four card is the emperor. And the emperor is very stoic, and he symbolizes things like responsibility and practicality. So again, going back to the energetics of the number four. So I would invite you to think about how you experienced those things in your life, those qualities in your life in this year, in 2020. What was your relationship with those qualities this year? Those are just some things to start to consider as we move into the last two weeks of this year. Then looking forward to 2021, 2021 is a five year. So again, you take the numbers two plus zero plus two plus one equals five. Well, the number five carries the vibration of things like curiosity and change, uh, freedom, fun, and adventure. It also carries the vibration of non-attachment. And I would say that this would be non-attachment to our old way of life. So it's about being flexible and adaptable, which a lot of people have really struggled with this year. And if we have a child in spirit, we struggled with that concept after our child goes to spirit. Um, So the number five is also about looking at the challenges and the lessons that we've learned through our experience. So it's about learning by living. Um, the number five is also adventurous and unpredictable. And it's also about experiencing things through our senses. Think about it. We have five physical senses. I believe we have other senses as well, but because everybody talk, you know, I think everybody knows about your sixth sense is your intuition, um, but your five physical senses. So experiencing things through those five physical senses, not through our mind, but through our physical senses. It's also about being willing to try new things and learn about new things. And that's something that you may need to really 
challenge yourself to do if you are stuck in deep grief. But I promise you that if you take the first step, the first little baby step, and then another baby step, and then another baby step, all of a sudden you've grown exponentially from where you started. And that can be a really beautiful thing. Um, The number five also is about opportunities and choices for our future. And again, in Tarot, the number the, the number five card is the Hierophant, and that's all about learning. He's like a messenger between between mm, our physical world, between us as humans, and the spiritual world or heaven. So, again, my question to you is: Who do you want to be in twenty twenty one, and what do you want to experience in twenty twenty one, both in your life in general? and in your healing. And this is a beautiful time to set intentions and to kind of create the foundation and the framework so that, again, so that you don't just stumble your way through 2021 living on autopilot. Because here's what I know. If we are not intentional with our life and our healing, one day leads to the next and to the next and so on and so forth. And suddenly weeks, months, and years pass, and we haven't really changed or grown. You know, there's a saying, um, and I may botch this, but something about, um, are you living the same year over and over again? Or are you living a new year each year? And I know that for a lot of my life, I lived the same year over and over and over again until I woke up and chose. I made the conscious choice that I was not going to do that anymore. And for me, that was in 2008 when I left my last marriage. And that was when I started implementing a lot of new practices in my life and a lot of new, um, I set intentions and I created a way of being that I then went on to teach other women um, before Greg passed away. And so what happens is when we when we just repeat the same year over and over again, and we don't really change or grow, we stay stuck. And your soul did not choose to incarnate just to stay stuck. I promise you that. Your soul incarnated to have certain experiences and to learn in new ways that it may not have in other lives, in past lives. And so you can shift the pain. You can shift some of the lower level emotions of grief so that you can have new experiences and experiences that your soul wanted to have when it chose to incarnate and to go through the things, have the experiences that it's had up to this point. But again, you have to choose You get to create your experience regardless of world circumstances or anything else outside of you. So 2021 is really about you finding your personal freedom in the midst of everything else, in the midst of the COVID lockdowns that are still going on and that look like they may continue, in the midst of the worst pain you never could have imagined with the loss of your precious child or other loved one, whether it's a spouse or a boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, um, parent, whatever it is for you. How will you choose to do that? Again, you get to choose. And so I would like to help you. I would like to assist you with that. 
And so I'm going to host a very special event on December 29th. It's going to be a two hour, I'm calling it a virtual healing circle. I'm doing it on December 29th because that is the last full moon of 2020. So we're going to use the energies of that full moon to release 2020 and to choose, intentionally choose our 2021 healing journey. Uh, You'll receive a beautiful workbook that you can print and keep. And I will take you through the process that I started using in 2008. Now it's evolved since then. I've added to it. I've changed some things. But it's the basic process that I used in since 2020, uh, since 20, ah, since 2008, um, that helped me create the life that I was living before Greg passed away. I mean, I did so many things and had so many experiences and became someone that I had never been before in all those years from 2008 through 2018. So 10 years um, that I'd only ever dreamed of but I was afraid to actually take the steps toward fulfilling those dreams. Now I will acknowledge that I did not do this last year. Um, Not in the same way, not to the depth that I had done it before, not to the depth that I will do it this year. I did an abbreviated version of it. Let's put it that way. And I'm going to share in this workshop or this virtual healing circle, what happened to me in 2014 when I used this very same process for that year. I did this at the end of 2013. And what happened to me in 2014 was magical, really. Um, And in this virtual healing circle, I will also share the theme I came up with for for my life for 2019. I did this at the end of 2018, you know, days before Greg left this life. But the overall theme I came up with for that year is what helped put me on a healthy path of healing when Greg did leave this life. And I'll share with you what that was and how it helped me. Let me say something here because I just said something about, you know, it put me on, I don't even remember exactly how I said it, but something about a path of healing. I do not believe that we are ever healed from the loss of a child. So I always refer to this as our healing journey. And it's my belief that it's one that we will be on the rest of our lives. Also, you may feel like life has happened to you, both with your child's passing, your significant other's passing, with 2020, with COVID, all the rest. But your healing is something you can choose. You can take responsibility for, and only you can do that. No one else can choose this for you. And this workshop will help you create the structure that you need for that space in 2021. We will, I will help you create a vision of who you want to be in 2021. And let me say, this is not about setting resolutions because I think we all know that those don't work. You know, they might last a week and then we're right back into our same habitual patterns and routines. This process totally eliminates resolutions and it helps you create your new year, your next year. Also, this is not just for grieving moms. This is open to anyone who wishes to release 2020 and really who doesn't um, and create a, a powerful and a beautiful 2021. We all have the ability to do that. We all have within us what we need to do that. And I'm going to help you bring that out. 
I'm choosing to do this on December 29th because I want to harness the potent energy of the full moon very intentionally in this process. When we do this, we will have just experienced the winter solstice the week before. Also, Jupiter and Saturn are coming together in the sign of Aquarius um, right in the days just preceding and up to the winter solstice, the winter solstice in the um, northern hemisphere, the summer solstice in the southern hemisphere. But Jupiter and Saturn are coming together in the sign of Aquarius. And that brings the potential for incredible changes as we enter into what many are calling the age of Aquarius. If you cannot make it live, you'll receive the recording as long as you've signed up. The investment for this is $20. Um, I will leave a link in the show notes if you want to sign up. I would love to have you. I think that this, this is going to be like taking a deep breath of fresh air after the, I I don't even know how to describe 2020. I mean, it's something, I don't think there is a description that could encapsulate everything of 2020, but we're going to take a deep breath. We're going to release 2020, and then we're going to breathe in 2021 in a fresh new way. So um, I'm going to do this over Zoom. I'm pretty sure by now most people know how to use Zoom, uh, even if you'd never even heard of it before 2020. And so again, I hope to see you there. It's going to be magical. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be deep, and I hope it's going to be fun. And I hope that, I hope you'll join me. And I should say, this is only for women. No offense to the men. I love all of you. But this is just for women because a lot of the processes that I use are designed solely for women. So again, the link will be in the show notes. I'm sending you all so much love and grace. And I will be back with you next week for another episode of Grief with Grace. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Grief with Grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.